0: When I think of a spy, the first thing that comes to my head are action movies. Whether it's Ethan Hunt from Mission Impossible, Eggsy from Kingsman, or the infamous James Bond, I always correlate spies to fiction. But what about reality?
1: Your mission, Jim, should you decide to accept it. Your mission, should you choose to accept it.
0: Your mission, should you choose to accept it.
1: Your mission, should you choose to
0: accept it. Your mission, should you choose to accept it. Your mission, should you choose to accept it. it? Throughout the World Wars, the different countries all had spies to collect information on the opposing side. Even Julia Childs, a famous American chef, was a spy. World War
1: II came along. And in your generation, you don't realize that in mine, we were saving the world so that everybody that I knew was in the Army or the Navy or down in Washington. So that's where I went, and I got into the OSS.
0: However, most of the public still think of spies as an on-screen phenomenon. On March 4th, 2018, the spies seemed to jump off the screen and out of the history books and onto the newspapers. British police now believe that former Russian spy Sergei Skripal and his daughter Yulia were poisoned with a nerve agent. They are calling it a deliberate act. Sergei Skripal, a former Russian military officer and double agent for the United Kingdom and his daughter Yulia, were poisoned in Salisbury, England. These two, along with 48 other civilians, were exposed to a nerve-joke nerve agent known as A234. Along with these, people affected Almost 500 people were also contaminated throughout the city of London as Yulia flew through the airport earlier that day. They said today, interesting in the language here, attempted murder with the administering of a nerve agent, that the two people, Sergei and Yuri uh, Skirpa, were intentionally targeted. Um, And i have given you the timeline here. It was a Sunday afternoon, about 1.30, when they were noticed uh, losing consciousness, clearly ill and distressed on a park bench. The nerve agent A234 is a chemical that was developed by the Soviet Union and their chemical engineers. It is a substance that is very hard to identify, as it has no visible changes or odor. In 1999, the largest chemical factory was in Uzbekistan, which is where the Soviet Union was able to acquire such large volumes of this powerful nerve agent in powder form. Fun fact, Kinjem Un's half-brother was even killed by this stuff. It's super powerful and very effective. Because A234 is a stable substance, it can be present in an environment for months or even years at a time, going unnoticed. When a human is exposed to this nerve agent, their brain begins to convulse, which can lead to loss of consciousness and even comas. The pupils in the eye begin to become constricted and they begin to wheeze and have fluid secretion in the lungs. The body fluctuates between erratically high blood pressures and heart rates to very low in just a matter of minutes. Nausea and vomiting are very common along with profuse sweating, which is one of the telltale signs that a person has been exposed to this chemical. Exposure to a nerve agent is one of the most physically painful deaths one can have. So what led Sergey and Yulia to have such a harsh death? When the attack first happened, Britain and their government had no idea what was going on. This has monumentally changed today from something which in local media on Sunday was perhaps thought to be an accident or an overdose involving fentanyl, a very powerful opioid often available on the street. Now we are talking about a, a substantial geopolitical crisis here. They thought it could have been a medical outbreak, chemical warfare, or the beginnings of an attack on their city. However, as the investigation went on, the prime minister became sure that Russia was behind these attacks. In her speech, Prime Minister May explained that while the UK has been very slow to blame past attacks on home soil, the UK will be wasting no time with this investigation.
1: It is now clear that Mr. Skripal and his daughter were poisoned with a military-grade nerve agent of a type developed by Russia. This is part of a group of nerve agents known as Novichok. Based on the positive identification of this chemical agent by world-leading experts at the Defence Science and Technology Laboratory at Porton Down, our knowledge that Russia has previously produced this agent and would still be capable of doing so, Russia's record of conducting state-sponsored assassinations, and our assessment that Russia views some defectors as legitimate targets for assassinations, The government has concluded that it is highly likely that Russia was responsible for the act against Sergei and Yulia Skripal.
0: In response to this action, Britain has taken drastic measures in their own hands, pulling their spies out of Russia, which risks a loss of information, and restricting the visas of Russian businessmen who travel to London often. The US has also been assisting the UK, but also keeping in mind their relationship with Russia. Russia claims that the man who carried out this attack had no access to the nerve agent and had no way of getting the private information of Sergei and his daughter. The UK and many other nations have called upon Russia to stand in front of the UN to ensure that the reasonable consequences are held to Russia, even though they claim that they did not complete this attack. Well, these latest revelations raise major questions about who was behind the plot to kill the two. Not anybody can manufacture, can handle, nerve agent, you have to know what you're doing.
1: Two threads to the reaction coming out of Moscow today to the uh, accusations from from, from Britain. One of them is that we're not to blame and the second one is all kinds of different conspiracy theories that are being floated. We heard from Russia's Foreign Minister Sergei Lavrov this morning who said Russia had no role in this
0: is in the news right now about what the actual motive behind this attack was. However, one of the most interesting ones is the idea that the UK actually carried out this plan themselves, to frame Russia in a bad light. But why would the UK do that? What good does that do for them? And if the UK is responsible, what does this mean about the new era? of political
1: agendas. All kinds of conspiracies that really what's going on here is Britain's trying to set Russia up, that it's British spies that committed uh, this chemical weapons attack, and now they're trying to uh, incite Russophobia is the term that you hear
0: here. Let's entertain this UK conspiracy for a little bit. If governments are willing to go to the most extra and dramatic actions, like threatening the safety and killing their citizens, the political atmosphere of the world right now has drastically changed. The need for power has become so overbearing that governments have led to violence against their own people to get what they want in this world. But why would the UK do this to their people? Prime Minister May and a large amount of British politicians have been in support of Brexit since it was introduced in 2017. Brexit, or Britain's exit, implies that the UK will be leaving the European Union and become more independent. This is a very controversial topic in Britain right now as it has been discussed and debated for years. Half of the country believes that they should stay and negotiate with the EU, while the other half want to leave due to the economic restrictions the EU puts on Britain. The Conservatives, such as Prime Minister May, support the Brexit movement and are continually trying to convince the other parties of the country that this is the right move.
1: We are entering the final stages of these negotiations. This is, this is the time. This is the time for cool calm heads to prevail and it's the time and it is the time for a clear-eyed focus on the few remaining but critical issues that are still to be agreed.
0: Looking at this case with Russia the attack falls almost perfectly into line with what the conservatives have been saying. These attacks would push more people to cut off unhealthy relationships with countries and stop the infringement on the national economy and sovereignty. Along with this, the UN would have to create a punishment against Russia for their unauthorized actions in the UK. Through economic and trade sanctions, Russia's economy would begin to diminish, giving the UK more room to grow and potentially become as powerful or even more powerful than Russia. The UK has already cut off business ties with Russia by not allowing Russian businessmen to use their visas in Britain anymore, ultimately harming the Russian economy. Is this Britain's way of pushing Russia out of their superpower status? Have political agendas gone too far? And what is the next move for the international economy? Well, what do you think? As always, should you or any member of your team be caught or killed, the Secretary will disavow any knowledge of your actions. This message will self-destruct in five seconds. Good luck, Ethan.